Hey guys, welcome to Parks and Rec episode number 27. Thank you for joining us, or joining us again. Appreciate it, I'm Chris. And I'm Yanni. I thought we were completely skipping over introductions. No, always do introductions. (laughs) It's part of podcast protocol. We gotta do it. Alright, so, Uh, Today we're talking about something that is not Halloween Horror Nights related, but it is still Halloween related because... We got to go to your first ever Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party this year for your birthday. It's Happy your, birthday! Thank you. It's Yay. it's too late now, but you know oh. when we went, it was for your birthday. Well, yeah, it was for my birthday, first time. So this was your first time. Now I've gone to Mickey's Not So Scary twice before since I moved, and then we went to the Boobash two years ago for your birthday because that was kind of the abridged Mickey's Not So Scary. So. They had some of the same content and things to do there, but not quite the same. So this was your first full-fledged party. So we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later um, when we start doing our wrap-up about the whole experience. Uh, but why don't you run down what the Mickey's Not-So-Scary is? Okay, from August 11th, which has to November 1st, you can buy a separate ticket to Mickey's Not-So-Scary, which is an after-party, after-hours party. That runs from 7, a, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. on select night during the time that I specified. Um, it basically is, it's a Halloween party. I don't know what you guys want from me. It's a, it's a Disney Halloween party. If you want to think about it, it has character. It has parade. It has food. It has shows. It's got fireworks. Did I mention the candy? Lots of candy. So much candy. So, again, this is an after-hours event. So, while the party starts at 7 o'clock, if you do buy the ticket to this special event, you are able to start to enter the park at 4 p.m. So, you do get some extra time, not in the party, but in the park. So, if there's anything you want to do that's not available during those special evening hours, that's kind of your time to knock it out. And then, while you're starting to mill about, they're starting to close the park to just the regular uh, day guests who are then expected to be out by like six o'clock. They always have signs out that say like, hey, Magic Kingdom will be closing early for a special ticketed event. And somehow people are always shocked. Like, what do you mean you're closing? It's five o'clock. You expect um, people to read? I would hope people do some research when they're spending thousands of dollars on a vacation. On their vacation? Uh, but we went early. We didn't go in at four o'clock. We went in probably around like five or six. We got there around 5.50-ish because I was stressing out because I wanted a Tron virtual queue that opened at six o'clock. So I was stressing out going into the park. I need to be there at exactly, please. Uh, spoilers. Yeah, which they called our Tron virtual queue group shortly after you had booked it too. Because mm-hmm. um, while we were doing that, we decided to start to eat some real food before we just gorged ourselves on candy for... The rest of the <laughs> evening. Um, and it was literally right after we sat down to start eating. I think that's when it came through. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. We were just starting to tuck in that we got. Uh, which was, we wound up eating before we, we went on. Which I was a little bit nervous about. I have a solid <laughs> stomach, but I was just like, I just ate a bunch of, and I don't mean this like in a derogatory way. But I mean like gross theme park food. <laughs> and now I'm going to be going on this roller coaster where I'm sitting like... <laughs> In like a decline position is like, <laughs> I've never thrown up on a roller coaster. I don't want it to be the first time on here. the first row too. So yeah, we were in the first row. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, Tron Light Cycle Run. This is only the second time that we got to go mm. on it. I do think this is kind of a cool little bonus because they do open up that special separate virtual queue for people that are going to the party. But 
literally as soon as we booked it, like it was gone mm-hmm. right after that. Yeah. So. And then as we were walking up to the ride, someone like went up to the cast member that was letting people in, and the guy was like, "No, like it's it's done for the night now. If you didn't mm-hmm. get it, sorry." A tip for you guys who are going for Tron or any of the ride: get there before six. Enjoy some of the rides that are open regularly. Then try to get on the virtual o'clock. Get to Tron first because it was really like immediately after. Yeah, it was immediately after, and then it was pretty much a walk on. We didn't have to stop for anything. They didn't even have the pre-show stuff going where they kind of welcomed the grid. All that was open. We literally just walked on. I think we made it, waited maybe like five minutes once we caught up to the line before they told us, like, all right, row one. (laughs) That's a priority for you? Early. Get there early. Uh, Definitely agree. Uh, How do you feel about the specialties? Because we didn't eat a lot. But we did stop at Cosmic Rays, and we sampled all of the specialty food that they had there. Do you remember what we ate? Uh, the twice-spiced chicken sandwich. That, that was, and, and then we had the like meatball The screaming <laughs> meatball stuff. So Dizzy's website does not have the actual menu listed. They just say, like, oh, we have specialty foods and drinks. Try those. Uh, but then I also got the specialty drink, which was a kiwi lemonade that had, sh- Ooh, like, glitter shimmer. Yeah. The River Sticks Elixir, which had uh, glittering shimmer powder. It was good. I think everything that we got was pretty good. Um, the twice-spiced chicken sandwich was fantastic. If mm. that was something that Cosmic Rays just had as a normal offering, I, I would probably eat Cosmic Rays more. Nothing against it, but it's your typical theme park, like burgers, chicken, that's kind of it. But this sandwich was solid. We also went pretty early into the party like the party started uh, at seven we were there at six um the lines were pretty maintained for everything yeah, I like, think it seemed kind of busy but they got through everybody quick so i feel like everybody had the same kind of idea like okay let's eat before the party starts that way i i think it's the right call to make mm-hmm. uh the meatball sub i enjoyed but it was really messy yes that was super messy. i'm kind of over theme park specialty sandwiches not coming on a toasted bread and just coming on like a soft hoagie roll or bun because it just does not hold up to whatever sauces or other accoutrement is in there so as i like obviously we split everything so when i was cutting it half and like as soon as i went to pick it up like everything's kind of slid out the bottom of it and i was like oh well (laughs) i'll try to pick this back up with the bun but it was pretty good it actually had like a good amount of like spiciness to the sauce because it was like a spicy um marinara that came with pesto fresh mozzarella and meatballs and also it was a black bun was it pumpernickel no it was dyed black look have fun with your poops later surprise (laughs) poops uh I think of both foods that we got, yours was the the winner because yes. again, I I would eat that today. And cool thing too is you don't have to go to the party to get these foods. They do have them just readily available throughout Ooh, the day. Some of them, some, some of them. them, but for the most part. And then uh, when we ordered it, the cast member that was taking the orders at the register was actually like, "Oh, good call getting the specialty because they make all those fresh, so they're usually there's more care put into it when." preparing it everything else like the burgers the sandwiches that like they're so just mass produced that they're just kind of like they're so fun fact if you care about quality in your theme park food <laughs> but you're eating at a theme park you're so eating at a theme park come on we, we've talked about this on our dining shows it's fine <laughs> um, but we didn't really try anything else besides the river sticks elixir there which i actually really like that too i oh 
you bought some specialty merchandise. I'm gesturing over my shoulder like people can see it. <laughs> so in Cosmic Rays, they actually had the Donald Duck candy corn sipper that uh, was my foolish purchase of the night. Because I was like, I only need one. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the cast member did say, do not put anything in here to drink until you've watched it. Yeah. So that's They come it. off boats, they don't know what's going on. So in there. uh there's your warning. Uh but it was super duper cute. Um it's now nestled in our spooky shelf. Never going to be used as a sipper. No, and he's, that a, is... he's a display piece. He belongs in a museum. <laughs> he's super duper cute. Um I've also heard that the Mickey Mouse popcorn bucket is available at Madikino oh, now. So they've had that one previously before which Mickey Mouse stressed a month. Super cute. Like, again. Um, also, for specials, uh, is the Nightmare Before Christmas popcorn bucket. Oh, yeah. Which with... I saw a lot of people walking around with. And they were selling them at the popcorn booth that we stopped at in uh, Liberty Square before we watched the... Per- Did you think about getting one at all? Because uh, I didn't. I didn't. But okay. it was literally like every single person in front of us got one. And I was like... But that's just FOMO talking. <laughs> but, you know? Yeah, you already you already made your purchase. Um yeah, I'm not a big specialty popcorn like container person. I like just the regular souvenir ones because we definitely get our money's worth out of them. The only like specialty stuff that I have is the Haunted Mansion things that I got at Cast Connection when I worked there because I have like two of the Hitchhiking Ghost ones and then we have the Madame Leota sipper from the, uh, the, the Boobash, Boobash yeah. that we have. So that's on our Spoon Center. Yes, we have a spooky shelf. And... <laughs> of course we do. Why would we have right? just who one? Do- who doesn't? <laughs> Um, but after we got off of Tron, uh, that's the first time we went to uh, one of the trick-or-treat spots. So tell me about your thoughts on trick-or-treating. Like, what did you expect from it, and what were you given, and did it del- Okay, so at Boobash, I was given a bag. And then they were just like, go nuts, kid. And I was like, okay. Um, and then the entire bag was... So that's exactly what I wanted. I just wanted the bag to be... And it's good candy. Yeah, it's it's not cheap candy. It is all... Well, the uh, party is sponsored by... Mars. M&M Mars Wrigley. Mm-hmm. So you're getting stuff like Snickers, Twix, Milky Way, M&M, Skittles, Starburst. One bag so far of Starburst gummies, <laughs> which are like... My favorites, and oh, I want more. Um, there's more in there. Okay, like. well, don't, please don't eat them, because I only had that one bag that I pulled out of my uh, container that night, and I was like, you're so good. Um, so it, it's good candy, and there's multiple spots set up throughout the park, and as you're walking around, it be, they become easier to see at night once the lights go down, because they have giant inflatable like, pylons that have mickey in a costume and says so you're like okay let's go off this path in frontierland i see the the laid up pylon that's some candy uh you can go through all of them multiple times yeah. they, they do not stop you and something that you experience uh towards the end of the night they just start giving you more candy than they're supposed to because they have to get rid, get of, rid of all that yeah. candy so they're just like here you um this year they were doing scoops like measured one little scoop by the end of it they were just like and here's one mega scoop for you and a mega scoop for you. The second time we went through Mickey's Philhar Magic, which isn't running during the event. It's a trick-or-treat location. But they do show the uh, Sleepy Hollow Ichabod Crane cartoon in their own loop. So, like, it's a good spot to just stop and get some AC because it was still hot out. I mean, yes, it was 
a nighttime in September, but it was still like eight. Uh, but the second time we went through Mickey's Philharmagic, the woman at the end was like, we're not supposed to be doing this. As she put like two scoops into, <laughs> into my bag. And it's like, you know what? I'm not telling it. We just told everyone. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not telling um, anyone in charge. <laughs> so for reference, we each had a trick-or-treat bag. Um, yeah, they provide you with one when you so you don't have to worry about it. Um, after you enter the party, they give you your wristband that you're allowed to be there. You kind of get shuffled off the right-hand side that actually runs behind Street USA. And that's where you get your bag and you get your first like handful of candy and a full-size bag. of. But by 9 o'clock, um, before candy bags were actually super full. So we ended up putting Chris's backpack. And that was that backpack was heavy. No, it was very heavy. And that's the thing. Like, they provide you with a bag, but you're still free to bring your own bag and just start putting in that. A lot of people were. Like, I saw a lot of people that had re bags mm-hmm. that they were just putting in the instead, which, yeah, we did. The only time it was difficult was when we got into the Tomorrowland Speedway car. And I was <laughs> like, this bag is, like, like so full. And like I have to try to like fit into this tiny car, <laughs> somehow juggling this bag, the popcorn bucket that we have that I had to take out of the backpack, your Donald Duck zipper, <laughs> and then also you in the in the driver's seat. Like these cars aren't big enough. These, those cars are for children. <laughs> well, you're a grown adult. Like you're a grown as I, adult. I know. I'm, I'm a giant too, so they're not made for me to begin with. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thoughts on trick or treat? Oh, this is where. <laughs> If you want it, this is where you get your money back. You're just like, trick or treat, back and back, back to back, back to back. You'll get so much candy. You've been eating candy for most of your meal. There's still so much candy. There's still a lot of candy. And like, even for my lunches at work, I have just a handful of stuff. And after I eat like half of it, I just leave it on the lunch table. You know, like if somebody else wants like all these skills, please. Wait, wait, I, I trick or treat. We still have literally like a shelf full of candy in the cupboard. But I, I do think, and we'll talk about it later, this is an expensive event. So the best way to get your money's worth is to take advantage of all the stuff they have there for entertainment and and this free, I'm making air quotes, quotes. If, you can, if you can hear them, uh, this free candy because you're spending a, a good penny. Which brings us to why you're spending so much money. Yeah. Um, really? Your birthday! Happy <laughs> Thank you. I really have um, But it's actually an event where you quote-unquote character. And that includes Jack and Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas. All Seven Dwarfs from Snow White. With and Snow White. You actually meet Snow White? Yeah, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, well. all right. So that's so. why that's like a, a big draw. Oh, okay. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And... They'll and... have other characters out too. <laughs> some of them you can see during the day. So we spent some of our time... Um, in line, we met Jafar. Terrifying. Who you were scared of. I am so terrified. Uh, and then after that, we got out of line, and then we jumped in line for Jasmine and Jeannie, which you were not terrified of. No, Jeannie was so nice. Jasmine was spectacular. And you were trying to buy a magic carpet. Yeah, I was just there to buy a rug, and then I'm, I'm meeting this princess and her genie, so, you know, things. <laughs> uh, and then we went over to get a Dole Whip, and while we were getting our Dole Whip, Jeannie and Jasmine went backstage, but out came Aladdin and Abu, who you don't normally see Abu out. And I don't think you normally get to meet Jeannie either outside of mm-hmm. Morocco over at Epcot. I freaked out when I saw Abu. I was like, oh my gosh, that's no, Abu. I was, I was excited too. And at that point, they had already cut the line off, even though they had just switched characters because they were only, they only have the characters out for a certain amount of time. And we were approaching that like, okay, characters no longer. Mm-hmm. 
out. So we probably, if we had abandoned getting a dole, we probably could have like looped back in line. But you know, it's fine. I think um, we had enough stuff. I've met Aladdin before. I've just never met him. You know, in the future. In the future, we'll, we'll catch up. Um, a character that I really, really wanted to, that almost cost the fireworks was actually Elvis Stitch. Um, Stitch in his in his Halloween costume. In a Halloween costume, and he's dressed up like Elvis. Yeah, that, and that was in the the queue for the defunct Stitch's Great Escape attraction. So they're still getting some use <laughs> out of it. Um, yeah. So there's a, there were a lot of characters though. Like we were walking around, and I saw Ariel and Eric, which yeah. I've never seen Eric before, like yeah. as a face character, just like walking and around. The, I we spoke about it a little bit that night. It's outside of the Ariel's Grotto. Meet. But the aerial human there is mermaid aerial. But the one that was out, I guess, in the park was the actual, like, human princess aerial. Yeah. Like, her big kind of teal. Yes. Yeah, teal tool dress. Um, Belle was also out wearing in her... In her peasant dress, which yes. is cool. I always like that. Um, Alice, Mad Hatter, and... Tweedledee. Dee and Tweedledum. Tweedledum. And White Rabbit were also White out. White Rabbit. And then, as we were walking through Fantasyland, um, when we were going to check the time, uh, Seven Dwarfs coaster... We saw Anastasia and Drizella walking around, which I have now learned that they just wander around the party. Like, they don't have a meet spot. They're literally just there walking around Fantasyland, like, harassing. That's beautiful. I think is That's fantastic. That's the closest we'll get to, to Disneyland. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to take time out of your party and these characters, like, you definitely can, but... If you want to spend the time to meet Jack and Sally, th- well, that's going to be your your party because they have a line of three hours as soon as that opens. And even though we got there early, by the time we went on, well, we ate, we went on Tron and started trick or treating from Tomorrowland. And when you make that treat trail, it drops you off right in the Dumbo Circus area, which is where the Seven Dwarfs Snow White meet is. And it was already at two hours. Yes. Before the party even started, at that point, it was just kind of like you spend. A quarter of your time at the party, or half the time at the party, do you like that, or do you see all the other stuff? Which, yeah. again, like I think if you want to get your money's worth, that other stuff. I mean, if it's your lifetime to meet Jack and Sally, am I going to tell you you cannot meet them at the Halloween? Of course not. You can meet Jack and Sally. They actually start lining up around four thirty. I've heard. So once that party time starts letting guests in, if you have your wristband, you can meet them. They start meeting guests a little bit earlier. But that's going to be your whole pre-party time. Like, it's a three-hour wait most time most to meet two characters. If it's your lifelong dream, go for it. But that's basically your part. So what's some of the other stuff that you can see at the party that, you know, is worth the <laughs> ticket price? So around 10 15, 10, 15, I could pull it up. I am not going to. <laughs> 10, it was around 10 o'clock. You actually get the fireworks that are specific to Mickey's Not So Scary. Where you get... It's the Not So Spooky Spectacular. Where you get a puppet of Jack Skeleton walk out of Cinderella's castle and greet you. Which is insane. Yeah, I think this is a very fun overlay of their normal, you know, wishes, happily ever after. Whatever nighttime show where... It's themed fireworks. They completely change the music, the projections that are showing up on the castle. It is the same stuff that they've been doing at Mickey's Not So Scary like for the past couple of years, though. So that's something else to take into account. Like, if you've done this event before, is it going to be completely new? Maybe not, but it depends on how much you like doing the That's going to get you back in. But as someone that hasn't seen the spectacular before, how did you feel about it? 
I've seen it online. Okay. <laughs> so that was already a thing that I was like, oh, this is exactly like it's been X amount of years because I've already seen it kind of thing. Um, but I still went, ah, when Jack came out and greeted everyone. I was like, it's him. It's really him. Yeah, I, I, I would rather see the puppet in front of the castle because that's the the proportions that you would expect Jack Skellington to have mm-hmm. than the actual character. And I know, again, I'm not a big Nightmare Before Christmas. If you are, you'll still be excited to meet Jack and Sally. But I don't know. I want that tall, like, rail-thin Jack Skellington. Like, taller than me. Like, <laughs> skinnier than me. Like, I, that's what I want my Jack to be. The show itself, it's a bunch of projections. Um, it follows a storyline of Mickey and the gang going to a haunted house and then having... Trick or treat. <laughs> Copyright. (laughs) Copyright sack. We don't mess with this thing. Um, Them having like a little blast. And of course fireworks pop out. Projections. Um, Some some silly, some kind of scary. The villains show up at one point. And I'm just like, ooh. I always like when they do something with the castle that you don't think they're going to do. So during the spectacular, they project onto the castle where it almost looks like a carnival funhouse. But the main gate becomes, like, the entrance to the funhouse, but then the funhouse is the Disney villains. Like, the picture they have online is these. But there's also Ursula, the Queen of Hearts. Oogie Boogie! Oogie Boogie is, like, I think like, the big one not to make. Um, but it's really cool. And, like, even in Mickey's, um... Not Mickey, not Mickey that's so Boogie's scary. Boogie's Boogie's No, the, um... Happily Ever After, like, when, like, they have the villains and, like, all the fighting on the castle and then they destroyed... But then the music swells and it magically repairs itself. Like, mm-hmm. The first time I saw that, like, opening night, I was like, wow, like, they're projecting the castle destroyed. That's that's surprising. So I was like, when they do something kind of creepy, expected on such, like, an, an icon. Um, I enjoyed it. Like, even though I've seen it before, fireworks, always fun. Um, it's just a 15, 15, doesn't really eat up a lot of your party. I don't like it that they only do it once. I feel like you have enough time to do it twice, like everything else. Just to like kind of spread the crowd a little bit, because I was behind someone that definitely was a little bit taller than me. I'm I mean, sorry, that's that that's that's just my life. That's just how I how I have to exist <laughs> as a tall person. Um, I think what also makes this worth it is uh, Mickey's Boogie Parade. And again, this parade has not changed too much over the years. They might change some of the characters that are appearing in it. They might add a new float every. Uh, but the song for this parade is absolutely fantastic. And it's just so fun seeing the Disney characters dressed up in their Halloween costume. And, like, when Vanellope goes by with, like, the sugar restorations, it's it smells like candy. Like, that's great. Uh, you know how there's Disney fans that will riot whenever there's Disney World? I will actively riot if they ever you. <laughs> I don't think they could. I think, I that's, think that's... It's such a key part of the Halloween at Walt Disney World and Magic, and especially, like... They um, the biggest addition this year was you can now see Minnie, Daisy, Clarabelle dressed up as the Sanderson sisters on one of like the first floats that kind of comes out. Amazing, ten out of ten. Looks good. They debuted over on the Disney Cruise Line, and it was announced shortly after that. It's like no, they're going to be appearing at like the Oogie Boogie. So shout out for that. Um, previously, like the last time I went was when the floating ghost bride character for like the haunted mansion section. She's where amazing. Like, where it's like her on like you know it's like basically like just one of the hoverboards that you could buy at the mall <laughs> but it's a really cool effect so i like that when we went to the boobash though they did have the toy story and the incredibles and floats which they didn't have out for this so i was kind of surprised mm-hmm. i didn't even know they were there i 
I love Fred. I was smiling the entire time. I loved every little bit about it. Um, at one point, one of Sugar Rush characters actually dropped her baton. I saw that. And I was like, no, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Because she got right up, and then she spun it again. And I was like, yeah. yes! That's all you gotta do! It's for you! So nor- normally when I've gone to the event... I saved the parade for the end, but it's kind of like my, all right, I'm, I've done everything else. Now I'm watching the parade. And I usually watch it from almost where we were, Liberty Square front land part. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as like I've seen the end of it, that's when I beeline up to the front of the park. So I'm kind of walking alongside the red parade. So I'm seeing some of it, which is kind of cool because I get to be like, oh, there's the, the evil queen. Cool. Oh, <laughs> and I, I dip into a store and I come out and it's like, oh, cool. Now I get to see the band sing. It's good to be back. Um, <laughs> I I love this parade, and I I only hope they add to subtract. Um, did they during Boobash? They did. Okay, when around the time when they put out the Maleficent, uh, I think they have. Did, did they? I don't yes. remember. It's been like remember, but it's usually towards the end of the parade when they have all the ones. That's kind of like the closer. Uh, you know what I remember? The cast members came up to us. Do you guys have dragon watching badge yet? Well, here you go. And it was... Yeah. Oh, I don't we remember were, that. Because we, we, we were dressed as well as I do not remember that interaction at all. <laughs> it, was, it, made, it was special to me. Thank you, cast member. You <laughs> made my night. Uh, one final thing that they do special for the... Well, they also have the Cadaver Dan appearing in Frontierland 2, which is always fun. Fantastic. L- like that. Um, the country bears were around Yeah, the when we... After we had gotten our dopes and we walked back in, the country bears were there like, dancing along to a really cool vibe. Uh, but Wait. I would take I would take a drink from my my <laughs> themed glass, but it's already empty. Wait, there's also pirates over by Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's true. Yeah, making amazing jokes. Yeah, really, a really t- bad dad pun. A kind ten of jokes. out of ten jokes. While singing like shanties. Um, <laughs> amazing. I feel events like this are the closest to Disneyland, where they have just things happening, people out and about, ready to. Because later, when we walked through Adventureland, the pirates weren't performing anymore, but they were like milling about with talking you know who else came up to us to talk i, I do know it was jack sparrow <laughs> that i think that was the closest i've ever been to disneyland i was just like he just came up to us because we were like we were pointing at him and he was just like here we come and i was like and he he was like okay i have a two-step plan first step find the rum step two give, give me, me the, the rum. rum and then he just like walked away like <laughs> great we didn't even have enough time to like interact really it was just no, like he popped up made he, his presence known and he walked and away boom Oh, it was amazing. Oh, if every, I wish I were in Disneyland. <laughs> um, but the last thing that you can officially see during uh, Mickey's Nazis is the Hocus Pocus villain spectacular. Spelltacular. Spelltacular. Uh, and this is something that they started doing, I want to say it was like the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus, where the Sanderson sisters arrived for just one more night. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a multi-night event <laughs> that's been going on for years. Um but you, you get the Sanderson sisters, and they are performing live, and they bring out some of the big name Disney who cast their their spell. So you know how you said that the booth to get the ticket. I think this is the reason to get the whole ticket. I was flabbergasted. I've seen this show. Mm-hmm. I've seen it online. I've seen like everything that they do. I've seen them sing. I've seen like the villains come out. I was still like John the floor. Loving every single second of it. I love I love this show. It was the perfect yeah, they, way to end the show. They do it three times a night. 
Um, if you look at the sign that has the times on it outside of Cinderella Castle, there is spot for a fourth time. So I don't know if maybe as it gets closer to Halloween, they add like a show um, just to accommodate more people actually going. Because a lot of these events have already sold out. Again, we're recording this middle of September. So we still have some time until October. But pretty much everything else through September is sold out. And there are days available in the lead up to Halloween. but Not now, Halloween. You're not looking at Halloween, but you're still increasingly more expensive so if it's something you're on the fence of book now before it either goes up even higher in price or sells out but the the villain spectacular is i guess someone that loves the disney it's great to see them all come out as face characters and that was something that yeah. we're talking about as we left because a lot of these characters when you do meet them in the park jafar is an example when we met him it's just your you know fur character mm-hmm. jafar like he's able to interact with you slightly by and like, he's terrifying and like emoting through motion but on stage it's actually like a face character jafar coming out that looks fantastic like he looks so good and then same thing with like captain hook too like if that captain hook was the hook that was like walking around Fantasyland, you could meet i'd be like yeah let's meet captain hook you know who else showed up hades hades it's one of your favorites one of my favorites yeah and he looked amazing looks super good uh no i i love this and I don't know how long they'll do this for because I feel like it could hit a point. Okay, we've been doing it for a while. I hope they're, they're back for one night and it's been 20 years. <laughs> we've already had a Hocus Pocus sequel come out over on Disney+. Plus. Like, I don't know how much longer it lasts for what it is without maybe being adapted. But I, I hope it doesn't... I think it's great. Like The people that are playing the Sanders sisters are fans. The voices are almost spot on. They're wonderful. It's a lot of fun. Um, someone in the crowd called it Disney After Dark because some of the dancers were dancing really close. <laughs> it's it's Disney After Dark, guys. They're touching. But yeah, they still can't say hell. They just say heck. <laughs> heck. <laughs> that was one of the things they were like very much like, we are not saying that. <laughs> yeah, so in retrospect, you know, having some time away from how do you feel about it now versus how do you felt that night as we were leaving? Because I don't want to say there were some complaints, but there was some like, is this worth it? So, overall, I'd want to do it. I know it's going to be almost exactly the same. I, I, I'm 100% on it. Um, I love, I love me some Horror Nights. Horror Nights is always one of the things. But I also love, like, cute Halloween, too. And I think that if you are scared very easily, you don't like any gore, you like very clean fun, it's not supposed to go. Um, that being said, can you do everything that Mickey's not so scary provide during your regular magic. Virtually, yes. Minus a parade, the villain's spectacular, some food, Fire, and, the special and, the, fireworks. and the special fireworks. You're not really getting a lot. Your five hours. Yeah, like you're almost buying a park ticket, but kind of kneecapping yourself by having less time in the. And yeah, you can see some different stuff. But if you're going to the park and you're like, man, I want to go see Mickey's Magic or go to the team. Well, you can because those are mm-hmm. trick-or-treats. And if you're just a normal day guy, those are just pretty much walk-in show. But if this is your once-in-a-lifetime visit, you're not going to be able to see, or you might want to see, have less of an example, Tron Light Cycle, the newest rides at the park. If you're not in there when the party's, well, they start letting people in for the party, you're not going to get that virtual. At least if you go during the, you have that second shot to mm-hmm. try to get. But I don't think I could recommend, like, okay, well, go during the see everything and then buy the ticket after hours. That's a lot of money. More of this, but some. Yeah. 
Um, if you're into characters, really, all the characters are different, quote-unquote, to Jack and Sally. You're not going to see it in the regular. Um, the Seven Dwarves, you know, right? you're not going to see that during. But you can meet Jasmine and Aladdin. You can meet Ariel. You can meet Belle. Even Princess Story Hall, Story Hall? was open. Yeah, during and the like, no wait for it, too. Yeah, like, so you could have just walked in. You can meet your Tiana, Rapunzel, Cinderella. Cinderella. Like, you can just do that. You don't have to pay the extra 100 plus dollars i think if you go to disney maybe not even off maybe if you and your family go once a year maybe take one of those trips and be, you know what this year let's like the right, let's go to mickey mm-hmm. let's do something a little bit just enjoy your day like hang out at the hotel do mm-hmm. disney springs and go because i don't think i could say like go to the park but i think it is worth it to do the party at once or once every couple years in rodin because mm-hmm. we talked before about maybe the mickey's very merry christmas party i would like to but as a local that can just go to the parks, do we spend that extra money to go to a park that we can go to during the day? It just depends on how much hot chocolate and cookies <laughs> like you could eat, which as someone that's been eating candy for the, the past week, you probably could. So we'll, we'll probably do that this year. Guys, I can eat a lot of candy, okay? And then feel sick. But I, I do think it is worth doing. It is a lot of fun. And just the fact that everybody's there dressed up, having fun, like... It is still busy, but it's not as busy as in yeah. Magic. Our event was sold out, and I feel like the mo- the biggest waste seven. Because yeah, even for when we went on Big Thunder Mountain, it was still pretty much just a walk on. We met up with the line when it's going down the ramp. We split you, yeah. so we waited mates max. Yeah. And it's super fun. Like on the haunted, some rides do get like overlay to them. Like, haunted Mansion on the outside, you get to talk to some ghosts. I will say we did want to do Haunted Mansion, but. It had a very long wait into the night. And then when we were finally like, okay, let's jump in line for it, everyone had the exact same idea. So it was kind of one of the, well, do we spend the time in line for this, or do we catch that last performance, the villain spectacular, yeah. at midnight when the park's closed? So this isn't, but I don't think the party, like any of the rides, were super loop long. So that's a plus if you haven't ridden some of the rides. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean didn't have any of the live pirates inside. Which, Which is fine, because when I saw them during the earth shaking, like, I would prefer to have the pirates outside interacting with you than just a couple pirates inside being like, oh, watch out for Black Bart, he's a pirate. I'm Black Bart. Like, it, I, I didn't need that. But, you know what, I think the party is definitely something we will do. Yeah, my birthday. <laughs> if that's what you want your birthday present to be. <laughs> but you know what I want for my birthday present? Is it going to be? Well, more Horror Nights. But I also want people just to make sure they uh, keep listening to us. Subscribe if you haven't. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Email us, baggingboardcast at gmail.com. Or just comment on any of our social media posts. I also am quite active on the Instagram anytime we are at one of the parks. So make sure you're following us over on that at Parked and Wrecked. Um, just to see what we're doing and get a little sneak peek about what we're going to be talking about for all these shows. Especially because right now, it's Horror Nights. Boots you! <laughs> 